The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the keynote by CNBC Events. I'm Tyler Matheson. On this podcast, we bring you in-depth, candid conversations with CEOs, entrepreneurs, thought leaders, recorded at CNBC's live events. Today, a conversation with Facebook COO Sheryl Sandberg about her company's digital and financial initiatives to support small businesses. She spoke to Mad Money host and small business owner himself, Jim Cramer, at CNBC's Small Business Playbook event on August 12, 2020. I want to start by getting people to know the real Facebook. You have done a remarkable job with small business. And what I want to know is how many small businesses are you helping, not just in the United States, but around the world, and what you do for them? So there are 180 million small businesses around the world who use our free tools, and we have 9 million advertisers. And so look, before coronavirus, a third of small businesses, even in the U.S., didn't even have a web presence at all. And that's because it's expensive and hard to set up a web presence or a mobile website or a mobile app. And so what do we do? We put them online for free. With no money and just minutes, you can set up a presence on Facebook or Instagram, and you can migrate online. And that was pretty important because the digital transformation was happening before coronavirus. But now in a world where people aren't even leaving their homes as much, it's become much more important. And that's why we see so many more small businesses using all the free tools we put out there. Cheryl, yours is truly a grassroots effort, which is something I love because you know I love small business. And I think a lot of people have affinity groups Uh, Can you help them figure out how they can actually make a little bit of money off the affinity group so they can keep growing and growing? Because I know you like small business, but you like medium business that you that started (laughs) small business through Facebook. That's right. Our goal is for any small business to grow into a medium business and even a large business. And you're right. So much of this starts with someone's just personal interest. I know you love great stories and, um, and I'll share one. There's an organization called business called the Tiny Tassel out of Charleston, South Carolina. It's a woman named Mimi. She was making jewelry as, you know, creative outlet, total hobby. Her mother was making homemade clothing. They started selling it. Now, at first they opened the little store and they were selling in person and then coronavirus hit. So they came to Facebook, they joined Facebook shops, and now they're continuing to sell and grow their business online. And that's what we see is people taking their passion and their ingenuity and their entrepreneurship and creating businesses for themselves, which are so critically important in this time of mass unemployment. I want to dig down to that Charleston, South Carolina story. Uh, 
there are many single women in this country. Uh, some have had setbacks. Some are trying to strive, make it in a very tough time. I bet a high percentage of the businesses that get started on Facebook are from the single women who are very much unrepresented in this country and often are given a very bad deal because of divorce or because the society has, as you would know better than anyone, a glass ceiling, whether we like it or not. No, that's right. We do see amazing entrepreneurship from women and women of color, it's worth noting that today is Black Women's Equal Pay Day, which means that a white man and a black woman both start working on January 1st, 2019. And to earn what that man earned by the end of the year in 2019, a black woman has to work until today. My foundation put out um, was putting out a report tomorrow on the state of black women in corporate America. And it shows what this data shows is that black women are systematically overlooked and not given the mentorship and sponsorship and opportunities. And we need to fix that. And I think one of the reasons you love small business and I love small business is there's no corporate hierarchy in a business you start. You are in charge. You can make those decisions. And at Facebook, our goal is to give you the tools you need to make it as affordable and easy as possible. Well, you know, I challenged you and your CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, to do more for minorities. I didn't really have to challenge because it was in your <laughs> DNA. But if you could talk, you mentioned your foundation, but the company has specifically earmarked a lot of money for minorities. It's not talked about. Talk about it. No, that's right. Um, we did our first grant program after coronavirus. We did $100 million for small businesses globally. $40 million went to the U.S., and then there was so much interest and so many applications from Black-owned businesses and minority-owned businesses that we did another $100 million in the U.S. for Black-owned businesses alone. And that's going to small businesses, to nonprofits that serve the Black community, and to Black creators. And we really believe that there is so much more to do to give people a shot to make sure that they continue to grow and serve these important communities. Can you talk about how your company helps small business and doesn't compete with them? No need to mention who does, but I think it's a different ethos and, again, not talked about. Yeah, I mean, look, our business is small business. We put free tools out there and we sell advertising, and that is our business. And the great, great, great majority of the people who use those tools are small businesses, 180 million, as I said, around the world. And we should think a little bit about the role of personalized ads in this. So I'm going to share an example that I love. There's a bar called the Brew Florida Growler Bar in Odessa, Florida, and they sell growlers. And, you know, before coronavirus, they're doing most of their sales in their bar. Well, they came to us very inexpensively. They were able to buy personalized ads. They wanted to show their ad only to adults age 25 to 64 who lived within five miles of their bar. We're the only place that does that at scale, and we did it. We do it in a very privacy-protective way. We don't give any information to the bar. We take the ad, we show it. And now their business is thriving. They are selling three times more growlers now than they were before coronavirus forced them to close. Big businesses can buy large advertising. They don't need personalized ads. They can target the entire country. But small businesses can't. And so the services we offer and the cost-effectiveness of those personalized ads is a lifeline for small businesses and one I think we all want to keep our eye on as this the economic recovery hopefully starts to come into play and we help small businesses grow. 
Well, I'm really glad you brought this up because my friend Gary Vaynerchuk, who's also part of our program, Gary V., uh, who I knew because the wine library was down the block from me, said without any prompting from me, did not even know where I was coming from in terms of my championship, championing uh, Facebook for individuals and for small business. He said, look, the ROI, he had calculated the return on investment for an ad on Facebook, and he said it was outrageously cheap versus everyone else. Why is that? Well, that's because we can personalize. Because, again, in a very privacy-protected way, we take your ad, and in this case, you know, we show it only to the people who are adults who are living within five miles of that bar or only to people who are dog lovers if you're a dog, you know, service that you're trying to advertise in a local area. And so it is our ability to personalize that makes this so high ROI because for a lot of businesses, if they try to advertise, they're wasting money. You have to take out an ad in a local in a local area and you're showing your ad to many people who don't want to see it because they're not interested. Our ability to use data in a privacy protected way to personalize those ads is why small businesses can use us to grow. And I think it's really important for them, but also really important for job recovery. More than half of the growth in jobs in this country over the last many years has come not from big businesses, but from small And that's why those personalized ads have been so important. Hi, I'm Ben. I suffer from a condition called writer's block. It strikes when I'm at work. That's why I choose Canva Magic Write. It works fast, generating texts in seconds, thanks to AI. Common side effects include increased productivity, compliments from coworkers, feelings of satisfaction. Now I can say bye-bye to writer's block. Ask your boss if Canva Magirite is right for you at canva.com, designed for work. Canva. All right, well, let me put my uh, stock hat on for a moment, because, again, uh, I, I, I do mad money every night. I think there are a lot of people who said, geez, there's some huge consumer packaged good companies that are boycotting Facebook. Facebook, therefore, must be ineffective or Facebook must be in trouble. Why is it that people do not understand that the real joy, I think, of, of Facebook is finding the small businesses that are starting out that use Facebook. And if the consumer packaged goods guys want to go over for now, they want to leave for now because they can't stay out for long because you have too many people, then it really doesn't impact your, your earnings per share. Well, we just reported earnings, and that's what you're referring to, and we did have a strong quarter. We care about all of our clients and all of our partners, and the large ones and the small ones are super important to us. And we're going to continue to work to make sure we provide great products. Those products uh, should work across the spectrum of businesses as we continue to grow our business, but more importantly, continue to grow the business of our clients out there, most of which are, as you say, small businesses. I get confused by the political narrative. For instance, the uh, candidate running for the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, and now his running mate, uh, Kamala Harris, my bet both are sensational people. Uh, but Joe Biden breaking up Facebook deserves a really hard look. And we know that uh, Ms. Harris has often, often thought about that. Do you think they understand that small businesses create the jobs? We are in a close to a depression in terms of the number of jobs lost. And the last thing you want to do is take a company that has created a lot of small businesses and make it the target when there's so many others that are more deserving of that role. 
Well, we know that there's real concern about the size and the power of the American tech companies, both here in our own country and also around the world. And it's our job to work with anyone who's in office, whether they're in the Senate or anywhere around the world, to address those concerns. We do think the size of what we offer is part of why we can help so many small businesses grow. And we are a platform company, and we are a platform on which small businesses small businesses are powered. And we're going to continue to focus on that, make massive investments. And it is helpful that we have the resources to make those investments to continue to grow small businesses around the world. So you, re- you referenced Shops. I thought Shops was one of the most inspired ideas your company has ever had. The stock has gone up 70 points since it started. Can you describe what it means for the person who's watching this and says, you know what, I got something to do. I know I don't have a job right now, but I have this craft. I have this skill. I think I could have a shop. What do I do? So you go to Facebook.com slash business. Everything you need is there. And there's all of our tools which are available to help you get online, set up for free a mobile presence, and start selling if you want to. What shops do is they give you additional functionality. We provide it for free. We're first rolling it out. But it lets you take your product catalog, the products you offer, upload it to Facebook or Instagram, personalize it and customize it so it has the look and feel that's yours, and then hopefully do more with your customers. And Jim, we get ideas from people like you who are champions of small business. We get ideas from the small businesses themselves. We're going to keep investing and rolling out functionality. We are working on payment solutions. We are working on how to reach the right audience. We're working on making those advertisements cheaper and even easier for businesses to use. We're also working on training. Jim, one of the things you said to me when I was on this show a couple times ago, you said that we needed to make training available because small businesses, it needed to be online. It needed to be accessible whenever they had a minute because they're super busy and they can't necessarily show up at any specific time. So with your encouragement, we launched our summer of support online training sessions. There are 30 classes. You can go online, take them whenever you want. 15 million people have watched them, giving them exact ideas on here's how you market. Here's how you find the customers. Here's how you build a credible online presence. So we're going to continue to roll out those free tools and we're grateful for your encouragement. Wife belongs to a site. She'll get mad at me that I'm going to mention it, but it's called What Would Virginia Wolf Do? And uh, it started a, a woman. Awesome. I know. How fabulous is that, right? What would be, and it's for, for women of a certain age who don't know and want an affinity group, and everyone loves it. And it would not exist without your company. It just couldn't exist. And I think people don't get that there are companies of some size that have meant, that have brought great income to people who otherwise wouldn't have it that would not exist without Facebook. And yet the narrative that I often read about Facebook is that you sold some data at some point or that you don't have 30,000 people trying to weed out things that shouldn't be in there. And I, I'm always surprised that the individuals whom you are, you know, who are your ambassadors, have not been able to speak up for Facebook other than to me in a very private way. And, uh, you know, I think that that's uh, I'm trying to change that uh, that 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 narrative. You know that. Well, look, we appreciate it. And we have real issues to address. We've worked hard to address them. I think one of the most important issues the country faces that we're really important focused on is voting. Later this week, we're going to launch our voting information center. 
because we want to make sure people get accurate information on how to register and where to vote. That was important in any election, but with the coronavirus concerns about polls closing and how do I do this now in a more online world, that's even more important. So we're going to be launching that later this week. We also have a pretty ambitious effort, I think the most ambitious out there, which is a goal of registering 4 million people to vote in this election. We registered, helped register 2 million the last two cycles. But we take our responsibilities and our civic responsibilities very seriously. And we hope when it launches, people will check out the voter information, the Voter Information Center. Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Summarize with AI in a click. Writer's block. Release with Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. For a moment, I just I, look, I, you know, I care passionately about our country and small business, but there are uh, remarkable things that you have done overseas. Uh, when anyone looks at the financials, it's pretty clear that uh, your organization is doing this around the world. Again, I want to go back to something that you and I think are very important. Minority businesses around the world and single women. So one way of closing the gap is entrepreneurship. Businesses can be started by women. Those businesses do incredibly well. We see that often businesses by women are more active on Facebook, and that makes sense. When you take down the traditional barriers that have long benefited men more than women, it makes sense that more women and people of color and women of color, so important always, but on Black Women's Equal Pay Day, a good moment to note that, um, are able to use those tools because they're broadly available to anyone Online tools, on, online tools are something any, anyone can use. And I think you're right that these tools are even more important for people who have a harder time in the traditional power structure of business. Now, let's go back to that great Augusta example that you mentioned. How did that person and that bar know to do this? And yet so many <laughs> others just haven't figured it out. Well, that's why we launched the training that you encouraged us to launch, right? So we do have 15 million people who have done it. But look, I think necessity is the mother of invention, not my quote, someone else's. And a lot of businesses have had to migrate online. I'll give you another example. Out of Nashville, Tennessee, there's a company run by a couple called 8020 Fitness. They call themselves that because they say it's 80% nutrition and 20% exercise. Well, they're a small gym. They had to close like so many others. But they used Facebook Live and they migrated a lot of the services they were able to provide to clients by providing them online. Would they have done that before coronavirus? I don't know. Probably not. But everyone always says, don't waste a crisis. This is an opportunity for small businesses to build technology and build user, user abilities that they needed anyway because the digital transformation is happening. And I think we see a lot of small businesses 
taking advantage of this opportunity to learn how to sell online because they have to. But I think that those are skills that are really going to serve them well going forward, even once, hopefully soon, the world comes back to normal. Uh, one of my other favorite companies that does uh, similar things to you, Constellation Brands, which is a Modelo and Corona, uh, has decided the minority population is so underserved in this country that if someone in the minority population has a great idea for a drink, they will help fund that company. Have you ever thought perhaps about funding or helping to fund some minority companies that otherwise might not be able to get started that could grow So we've definitely talked about financial support for small business. The form it's taken for us to date has been grants with our original 100 million for coronavirus and then our 100 million for black businesses and nonprofits in the U.S. Um, But we are really looking for ways to continue to invest in small businesses. I think the best thing we do is invest, build tools, give them free, free tools that they can use to grow, invest in things like Facebook shops. And I think that's where we're going to stay focused. Now, we know that we are in a terrible pandemic and it is small, medium sized business that is not doing well versus, say, the big stocks that we follow. What advice do you have in general for our country about what to do about small, medium sized business? Because, you know, we've got a jam up in Washington. Which side you're on, I don't care. You're on the nation side. What can they do in Washington to help the very clients that we're talking about? Well, obviously, we need to provide the financial support that people and businesses need. And that's something our government has to do. And you also asked, what can we all do? Well, I think we can all support small businesses, because even though our shopping patterns may have changed, we're still buying our food. (laughs) We're still buying the basic things we need. And I think making sure we support the local businesses around us as consumers is great. You can also spread the word. When you have a great experience with a product or a service, particularly if it's one your friends don't know about, that's a great time to post. You can do that on Facebook and Instagram or old-fashioned, call them up, but help small businesses. We also did something else. We launched during this donations for small businesses. We've had donations for a long time for nonprofits. People do birthday fundraisers for nonprofits they love. I never really thought we would launch donations for small businesses, but we did because people want to donate to the small businesses in their community and gift certificates. We launched that too. Gift certificates are a way that you can pay now for a service you can get later when businesses open up. And for those who have the ability, it's a really nice way to support a business and say, I want to make sure you're still there when these businesses can open up. There's a lot every single person can do. That was Cheryl Sandberg, Chief Operating Officer of Facebook. Speaking to Jim Cramer, at CNBC's Small Business Playbook event on August 12, 2020. The keynote is produced by the CNBC events team. For more information about upcoming CNBC events and how you can join us, visit cnbcevents.com. I'm Tyler Matheson. Thanks for listening. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.